Welcome back to Bad Reviews for Good Books. This week, I'm not sure how it's going to turn out because Ryan recommended that we do Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. But what's weird is as we delved into these reviews, I was kind of shocked by the hidden messages that are not so hidden that I see now that I didn't see it when I was a kid. I'm really hoping this doesn't get too heavy because we kind of... <laughs> this has to be funny. No, well, wait. We're not commenting on... It's a comedy podcast, it's a really. social commentary. Some of the stuff, it was a little bit like, oh, this is depressing, <laughs> you know? Rald was one of my favorite authors growing up, and I felt kind of betrayed when I realized that it was Rald and not Ronald, because I've been calling him Ronald <laughs> Ronald McDonald. <laughs> no, Ronald Dahl. Are you serious? Like, doesn't that sound a lot better than Rawled Dahl? What Wait, the H is How long were you calling him that? I don't know. Most we of my childhood. We can tell the podcast right now. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that you did um, that. I remember loving the book, and I have pretty much all of the original songs memorized from the first Willy Wonka, so. And I did think his last name was D-O-L-L, Dahl. I think I oh. thought his name was Raw Doll. Raw Doll, like a meat. Yeah, like a, a meaty meat doll, doll or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're going to start out with Whitney. Whitney relays this. Wonka is a psychopath who could be read as knowing he was going to seriously injure or at least psychologically <laughs> harm the other children. Foreshadowing in his dialogue. He could also be accused of slave labor. Look into the origins of Oompa Loompas. It's horrific. <laughs> We're going to talk about this later because I saw that and could not let it go. He saved them from the vermicious canids. We're going to talk about that. Okay. okay, sorry. Next is Sergei. Sergei's review says this. A wealthy sociopathic slave owner who has a fixation (laughs) on candy invites a bunch of kids and their parents to his mansion factory. Little do the guests know that the creep is going to torture them with a fiendish delight. (laughs) In a well-known psychopathic fashion, the abuser shifts the blame for his crimes onto the children. It only does them good if he maims them for their alleged misdeeds. (laughs) Am I the only one who found this book disturbing? (laughs) That's a little bit extreme, but yeah. I kind of agree. He's not wrong. Stephanie says, I do not recommend this book at all. I was reading it aloud to my (laughs) four-year-old. I used the text to discuss the evils of slavery and colonialism with my (laughs) four-year-old. Also, Willy Wonka is creepy. The children portrayed are awful, and I understand that's the point, but that isn't always helpful to read to children. But so much of it was so awful I skipped while reading aloud. I'm grateful that I was there to talk through much of the content with my child. I wouldn't want them to read it and process it alone. <laughs> she might have an Einstein on her hands. Well, I feel like a horrible parent now because we, no. have, we haven't discussed colonization <laughs> with our four-year-old. How mature must that kid be? I don't know. Well, the thing that a four-year-old will get out of this book is that they Stop talk, it! Yeah, they talk about it! candy. Yeah. And he makes up words that are kind of fun. I thought that was really interesting. Talking about all this intense stuff with their four-year-old. It's like, let your four-year-old be a four-year-old. I don't know. I'm probably going to get hate for that. <laughs> we would like hate from that. We would like any kind of comments. That would be Anything, fun. guys, please. please. Anchor app. <laughs> I happen to download it on a family member's phone for them so they can comment. <laughs> just happen to. Yeah. Mary says, Charlie wins because his poverty and meekness makes him virtuous. It's oh, a, it's, it's, the a question. Same, it's the same girl from the, remember Hunger Games? She's like, this is a glorification of poverty. Is it? It's not. No, I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought it. you were. I was like, I do remember her name. Oh, my God. No, but, like, it's funny that people, that's a thing, apparently, that people think we're glorifying poverty. That's interesting. I don't know. Isn't that rags to riches story is like. Yeah, across the ages. Cinderella much? She says, 
He is chosen so that he can be molded to think and act like Wonka. Wonka is in no way impoverished or meek. His need to explore brilliance at all human cost is psychotic, and his psychosis is celebrated as magic. <laughs> Pretty sure they didn't ever say that. The only interesting question from this book is whether this psychotic brilliance truly produces magic, and whether it is worth <laughs> the cost of colonizing other groups of people and orchestrating the torture slash alteration slash dehumanization of others that don't fulfill a set of desirable standards. Wonka is really crazy. I was just thinking a lot of it's dated, you know? 1964 yeah. and really some books don't age well i know that we've talked a lot about not judging older books by modern standards but some of this stuff just should not be okay across the ages you know what i mean mm -hmm. but we don't burn the book yeah yeah. it's yeah. kind of like the looney tunes recently they had the looney tunes get remastered or whatever and they had whoopi goldberg come out in the beginning and say yeah these are racist really but, yeah but rather than just cut them out or pretend it didn't happen we can learn from it. You yeah, know? that's true. And so I thought that was cool. I like that stance. I do like Whoopi. She has no eyebrows. Her name's Whoopi. How can you not win? Where are her eyebrows? Whoopi! <laughs> Does she really not have eyebrows? She has no eyebrows. I'm going to need to see a picture. Um, well, you can look later. Salugden says, So there are ways to critique capitalism and colonialism and forced labor, ways to assert grievance with political responsibility, the suggestion that cappies torture children for the sake of an cappies, cappies capitalist. Oh. <laughs> What's a cappy? The suggestion that cappies. Like, I'm pretty sure that's a Harry Potterism. I had to go back. Oh, that's a red cap. I'm thinking of. Oh, what's that from Harry Potter? Yeah, just evil little thingies. That... They're called red caps. Red caps. Trust me. Okay. I am a pea Potter nerd. I'm gonna trust you. The suggestion that cappies torture children for the sake of an asinine contest <laughs> is not really one of them. If only capitalism were so trifling. So ludicrous as the presentation here. <laughs> Wait, so he does like capitalism? He doesn't like capitalism. I'm sharing this specifically for the purpose that someone will leave a comment telling us what this means. Because <laughs> this is so confusing. I'm not sure what this is saying. Well, I don't think he liked it. We okay. can take that away from it. Jennifer Coolidge as She-Ra. This book, where shall we start? Mr. William Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> One of the main characters and supposedly a mix between crazy scientist slash benefactor and surrogate uncle. Face it. Who doesn't care about sanitation, <laughs> sanitation. <laughs> safety, or rights abuse? She's right on all those accounts. Wait, he specifically says, you're contaminating my chocolate when Augustus falls in. So. How much you want to bet he still used that chocolate? Oh, yeah, for sure. But... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> At least he complained about it. Who casually mentions how one of his workers, Reed, slaves, floated off into the sky and was never seen again. <laughs> when did that happen? I don't remember. I don't remember that either. I'm like, I should go back and read the book. And then I, I say, know. no, I don't want to read this book. I loved the movie. And then the, the second movie was like disappointing, but it was still fun in its own way. But then I reread the book. I'm like, what is this trash? Oh, it oh was... so you did reread it as an adult? I did reread it as an adult, and I still gave it four stars, but that was mostly really? out of nostalgia yes. and out of the story itself was just the premise was yep. worth four stars, I think. Okay, um, interesting. But for sure, the screenplay was quite a bit more polished than the book. Okay, this is Alexis. Alexis says, Holy fat phobia, Batman! This was one of my favorite books growing up, and I remembered it celebrating the joys of candy and childhood. I couldn't have been more wrong! Exclamation <laughs> mark. 
The character of Augustus Gloop is dripping in weight stigma, <laughs> which actually, his name alone, I Augustus know. Gloop. Totally. The gloop. The word gloop sounds kind of gross, right? Yeah. His whole purpose in the book is to warn readers of the sin of being gluttonous and fat, which are depicted <laughs> as one and the same. The storyline of the Oompa Loompas reads as highly problematic, too. Wonka, the wealthy, powerful white man, <laughs> rescued, in quotes, kidnapped, in parentheses, the darker-skinned Oompa Loompas from their homeland to bring them to work in his factory for no pay. <laughs> All of this is right. I can't even laugh because she's right. Yeah. Okay. But that reminds me, before I forget, this happened to me with Harry Potter. I remember reading the first Harry Potter. I was like, this is so great. I love it so much. And then as a parent, I'm like, whoa. The Dursleys are totally fat shamed. Mm, she yeah. taught every other adjective is about how fat Dudley is. So I just started skipping those, you know, like when I was reading to the kids. There's no reason to just keep harping about how this kid's fat. In fact, I think in Harry Potter, all the fat people in Harry Potter are evil. No, Molly's kind of roundish, but she's Molly. Nice. Oh, yeah, the Molly. Molly okay, that's true. But, but they, it also Boyle. doesn't talk so much about how fat Molly is. It's just like, oh, she's kind of motherish. But then, yeah, well, Crab and Goyle, they're kind of like thuggish. But anyway, I was just, go back and look at the first book and just count how many different adjectives she uses to make fun of Dudley and his weight. Probably one of the most problematic things about it is that they treat his weight as if that's one of the worst things about him. Right. You know? Yeah, no, that's it. Like, he's spoiled. Great. But then he's fat because he's spoiled. And right? hideous. Yeah. He just keeps eating. He eats and eats and eats. And that's why he's fat and horrible. I okay. mean, it's a great character, but it's a horrible dehumanizing. Probably not the best way to go about it. <laughs> Mary Eck says, IDK, which, Grandma, that means I don't know. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, let us tr translate all of these millennialisms for you. I was in, like, third grade when I read this, and I remembered hating it for whatever reason. I can't believe the kid from the chocolate factory went on to own a motel and become a serial killer. Who knew? Good for him, I guess. What? what? I don't know. Okay, she says, either. I can't believe the kid from the chocolate factory, Charlie, went on to own a motel and become a serial killer. Oh, okay. Who is she so talking the, about? Okay, the kid who plays Charlie in the second movie is the kid who plays Norman Bates in the... Oh, uh, really? It's called Norman Bates. The show is called Norman Bates, I think. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay, so that makes more sense. I'm like, what is she talking about? Well, this is, I'm still very confused. She's just being silly. Okay. She's kind of talking about the movie, though, not the book. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Next is Bella. She said, this book terrified two-year-old me. <laughs> Jenny left for two what? reasons. Okay. The first is, she remembers stuff from when she was two? I'm really impressed. And the second is, why were you reading this at two? <laughs> Maybe her mom was reading it to her. I don't know. Bella, if you're out there, let us know. I'm really curious now. <laughs> Poor Bella. Do you remember anything from when you were two? This could be a great therapy opportunity for you. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you meant like you were, you were about to bring up your childhood trauma. No, I mean, like, I don't, I can't imagine reading a chapter book to a two-year-old. Our four-year-old gets up in arms when we break out a chapter book. I think that she was probably reading the captions on the movie. Oh, no, that doesn't make She's sense. She's doing it. Like, two-year-olds don't read. Next is Mathangi. There's no comment. Just, wow, this book was a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> We're going to stop the podcast now. I feel conflicted because, yes, I gave it four stars. 
in another life, I would have given it one or two. But I'll stand by the four stars, just as I said, because... Okay, 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 I'll take it. Because Dahl, his other books are so good. Matilda, I think, is my favorite one of his. Witches is great. Willy Wonka really isn't the outlier. It's just like, what? It seems like it is the outlier, though. This actually is making me think, if we went back and reviewed other Roald Dahl books, would there be things that we had missed before? Mm, probably. I think all old authors are just slipping in, you know. Yeah, of course. It's not okay. of their times. Yeah. So, Precious, and you are, sweetheart. You are Precious. <laughs> she says, or he says, please, how do I actually read the books? <laughs> <laughs> There's no question marks. Please, how do I actually read the books? I go on to Goodreads and there's no books to read. Precious, I don't have any answer for you. If I knew where you lived, I would send this to you. Email you. Not this one. Okay. Send them a good book. I would send you an audiobook of me reading you whatever you want. (laughs) There's so many questions here that I have. We're not going to go into that. And I'm not saying this in a condescending way. Can she read? Does she have a library card? Does she know what Overdrive is? Which is pretty cool. You can get audiobooks on there. Overdrive. Hey, they should pay us. Precious, I'm I'm actually curious. Can I help you? Next is William. Won't let you on it. <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> Won't let you on it. <laughs> so I, I, I have to say, too, in the beginning, I'm reading all these really, really heavy reviews. And I was just thinking, this is going to be so bad. There's no way this can be good. And then I started getting these. Won't let you on please, it. Please, how do I actually read the books? Won't let you on it. I don't. I love you for lightening up the mood. Won't let you on what? Won't let you on the train to go to the factory? Won't let you on the book, which what are you doing on the book? What is this talking about? He's talking about his shrooms trip. Won't let you on it. You can't have any, <laughs> William. Next is Aaron. Aaron relates, this book was a spinoff from the original movie. I didn't like it really. <laughs> spinoff? The original had more character to it. That was just a remastered version. And the changes made I didn't like. Okay, remastered is not what she's... It's the novelization is what she's trying to say. Well, the book came first. <laughs> But I read this and thought, did the book come first? She has me questioning. It came first. Way first. Yeah. that The book was published in 1964. What? And the movie was in color. So it was probably after 64. I don't know when color TV no, came out. No, 64 was color. It was like the 50s that color started. Yeah, you're right. But I was just trying to justify why she's probably wrong. You don't have to justify the anything. The book was just... a spinoff from the original movie. No, it wasn't, though. <laughs> it wasn't, though, Aaron. She's probably a two-year-old, and she's like, my mom read this to me. She's the two-year-old from that other review mm-hmm. who remembers. Here's another keeper right here. Sansara says, does Charlie eat petulant? <laughs> <laughs> Petulant? I don't know if they're trying to say petulance or some other word. Flatulence? Does he eat petulant? Does Charlie eat petulant? Uh, no, I don't remember him eating petulant in the in the book or the movies. I'm pretty sure people can't eat petulant, but I'm not totally sure. Ismat says, this has to be one of the most popular Rawl doll books. So they didn't say Ronald, but they thought it was Rawl. So, you know, we're in good company. Read by many children. Chocolate is a favorite of everyone and kid, but we all know the secret properties of chocolate, not only with endomorphins. <laughs> <laughs> Endomorphin power rangers. But with glucose, which is stimulant. Charlie and the Chocolate is a book where a kid thinks he is in heaven. G.B. Shaw did not write this as some kids think. G.B. <laughs> Shaw? I don't even know who G.B. Shaw is. Endomorphins sounds amazing. <laughs> it's not endorphins. 
I actually looked up to see if that was a word. And it is not, in fact. <laughs> and Dumorvins. I thought he was going to go off about how chocolate kills dogs. Everyone loves chocolate, but the little known truth. And endomorphins sounds kind of like we're going to transform or something. If I could eat chocolate and yeah. endomorphosize, that'd yep. be awesome. I think we're going to get sued by the mighty Morphin Power Ranger people if we keep talking about morphins. Not so, because they spell it M-O-R-F-I-N. Mm. I know you didn't want to do spelling That's how stuff. we're spelling it when we say it. Okay, yeah. Those are all the reviews I have, but I want to share a couple things before you go into the reviews you have. The first is that somebody at Berkeley wrote a whole paper on deconstructing Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. What? Deconstructing the Oompa Loompas. What? Her name's Cheryl Corbin, and I'm not going to go into too many of the details, but listen, I read a decent amount of it. It's very fascinating. If you are a scholar and a gentleman, check this out. I'm going to link it. No ladies allowed. A scholar and a gentle person. <laughs> I'm going to link this. It's really interesting. So she says, I mean, this right here, just listen to this paragraph. Grandpa Joe's story of the rise and the closing of Wonka's factory connects to the white UK workers who perceived the threat of losing their jobs to the immigrating populations. Wonka fires his entire workforce and restarts his chocolate manufacturing with a new hidden workforce, the Oompa Loompas. This translates what? to personal strife for Charlie Bucket's family as they are denied employment at Wonka's what? factory. I know! Mind blown! <laughs> Communist. That's my mind blowing. Messy. Really interesting. Not funny, but so fascinating. And then this site, this is called Groovy History. It says, in the version first published, the Oompa Loompas were a tribe of 3,000 amiable black pygmies. What? Who have been imported by Mr. Willy Wonka from, quote, the very deepest and darkest part of the African jungle where no white man had been before. <laughs> Mr. Wonka keeps them in the factory where they have replaced the sacked white workers. Wonka's little slaves are delighted with their new circumstances and particularly their diet of chocolate. Before they lived on green caterpillars, beetles, eucalyptus leaves, and the bark of the bong bong tree. This is from the original 1964 book. What? And then it says... On Raw Doll fandom, that's a thing. Did you know that? Uh. It says that they come from Loompa Land, which is a region of Loompa, a small isolated island in the Hangdoodles. When Mr. Wonka went to Loompa Land and saw the terrible conditions in which the Oompa Loompas were living, he invited them to come and work at his factory to get away from the terrible country they inhabited and the creatures that preyed on them, namely the Wangdoodles, the Horn Swagglers, and the Snozwangers. They sound kind of like dirty words. <laughs> Did you know this? this what is... about vermicious canids? I swear that there was vermicious canids Well, there somewhere. probably is. I didn't read that. But this is all, this was in the original book. Isn't that That's, crazy? I, no. I mean, yes. I would never have thought. And I saw the pictures from the 1964. Oh, yeah. I saw those too. Ooh. Cringed. <laughs> I cringed cringe. so hard. Do you remember that? From that one episode we had where the lady said she cringed so hard. <laughs> she cracked her phone. She almost cracked her phone. I was cringing like that, those pictures. <laughs> when I see stuff like that, it shakes my childhood a little bit. <laughs> you know, like it shakes the foundation. I was a horrible it. person for watching TV <laughs> or reading any books. I will say this, though. The movie growing up creeped me out. I can't identify what it was, but I remember that movie being freaky to me. Well, there's that part on the boat when it's literally showing crabs' mouths inside or guts or something. Yeah, like somebody's on drugs and they decided it's to, to shoot that serious, day. Yeah, it's a serious, crazy trip. and It's messed up. That's the, I think that's the scariest part of the whole movie, and it is kind of freaky. Yeah, it's just also Gene Wilder, bless his heart, but he was kind of creepy in that. He did well. 
I don't know. Maybe I've just been listening to Consider Before Consuming Too Much, which is an amazing podcast. It's all about the harmful effects of pornography. But so now I'm thinking of Gene Wilder in that as like a sex trafficker. I don't know. What? <laughs> he's oh, creepy. Okay. Like he's going to steal the kids and use them for nefarious purposes. You need to write a dissertation on Gene Wilder. <laughs> no, Willy like... Wonka as a sex trafficker. All right, what do you have? Hit me oh, up. Prashana's like, Idiotic, dumb, stupidity, silly, far-fetched, too bad. What else should I say? It's just 2x99999999. Childish. She has Dudley Dursley fingers and she's on the keyboard. Oh, you just went there. What? I didn't We need to talk about that Simpsons episode because we cut that out of the other one. Oh, yeah. Did anyone That's ever a... see that Simpsons where Homer's fingers are too fat? Fingers you are dialing with are too fat. <laughs> to obtain a special dialing wand, please smash your palm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I need that. one because <laughs> I have sausage fingers. Anyone who doesn't know me, if you do know me, please look at my fingers when we see each other next. <laughs> you, you can confirm. And I can't tell you how many times I type stuff wrong because they're think, just too close. I think that's just a phone thing. Like everybody's thumbs are clumsy. Mm-mm. Except for like, sausage fingers. Okay. I need me a smashing we'll, button. We'll blame wand. your fingers. Okay. Ravenfrig rated it one star. Morally wrong. Yes. I can't even laugh at this because they are totally right. What's so crazy is before I started reading the reviews and learning more about the history of it, I would have been like, you crazy. This is a children's book. <laughs> but now, yes, I agree. Whoever you are, who was that? Ravenfrig. Ravenfrig. I'm right there with you, sis. Or bro. It's a guy. Bro, I'm right there or with you, bro. with facial hair. Robo Psycho said, found a sticky substance in the book, did not taste of chocolate. Oh! <laughs> you did not! Okay, how many times have we tasted things you shouldn't taste? Uh, that's just a parent thing, I think. Oh, maybe, but ew! What did they think that chocolate was going to magically sprout out of the book? I don't know. Whoa, that'd be so cool. Can that be a thing in the future, do you think? Um, you can taste what you're reading about. Yes. Okay. That, that can be a thing. <laughs> okay, witchcraft. Kura, well, on Goodreads, you can put a little, flip a little switch that says your review contains spoilers. Mm-hmm. And so Kura's view was marked as something containing spoilers, so you have to click it to see it. Mm-hmm. It said, I've read this like five years ago and also watched the movie. This book is better than the movie because I've felt what Charlie has been longing in his life. How sad is that? This book is better than the movie because I felt what Charlie has been longing in his life. Oh, that's so sad. What, what is Charlie longing for? Not being everything. poor? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's just trying. He's, he has a hard life. Yeah, he has, like, no friends. His family's all dying. He smells chocolate all day long and can't eat any. And cabbage. Can we talk about cabbage? Yeah, they cabbage eat so much too. cabbage. There's a whole new level of sadness right now for me because I think she put on spoilers so people would click and read her review. <laughs> it's a cry for help. <laughs> She's like, I feel like I'm laughing, spoilers. but I, like, I, I'm I having anxiety right now oh, for some reason. So <laughs> Listen, Cora, I think we've all felt that at some point. In our we've life. all put the spoilers button on when there weren't no spoilers. <laughs> Okay. It's not true. I'm trying to have a moment with Kura. I'm sorry. You keep interrupting. Shalini said, It is creepy in psychotic clown sort of a way and highly, highly trippy. Which, yeah. I hate clowns. Clowns really freak me out. And she's right. Lots of people said it was trippy and crazy, and it is. All right, Madison. I didn't like it because it was about, like, people doing things. (laughs) 
Same, Madison, same. <laughs> you could say that of almost any book. Manya said, I found Charlie a little sadistic and a little too eccentric. Charlie? Yeah, yeah, what? I'm sure, I'm Charlie? sure, I'm oh, sure okay. he was talking, she was talking about Willie, but Alan said, it's so outside of reality. It's absurd. There's no way some rich old man would give all his assets away to a poor child and his family. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going back to the whole thing about people thinking that books need to be realistic. <laughs> this is marked as fiction. He probably reads nonfiction all his life and then picks this up thinking it's like a memoir or something. And he's like, that's not realistic. <laughs> Rich people are never nice and don't give their money cookbook, away. He's like, mmm, chocolate. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. Milady Rebecca. Ooh, Milady. Great name. This story. No idea why so many people loved it so much. Creeped the H out of me as a kid. She didn't Milady. say H. She bad said the bad word. I was going to say it so you could beep it out, but then I lost my nerve. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did pick up a couple of Amazon reviews as well. These are different because a lot of them are saying, I never got my book. I hate uh, you because I never got my book. Yeah. This generic Amazon customer said, waste, waste every penny. <laughs> I thought it was a very astute kind of poem, you know, like... Oh, yeah. Waste, waste every penny. It almost seems like it could be... Is it called There's a refrain when it... Waste, waste every penny, penny. Waste, waste every penny. Do it with me. Like, waste, 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 waste every, every penny. penny. Waste, waste every penny. Waste every, waste, every waste, penny. Every penny. <laughs> oh, no, no. That was so wrong. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be cool. We, <laughs> we failed super hard. Oh, I thought you were going to say that was awesome. <laughs> no. I have Wait, no... waste every penny, penny. <laughs> so bad. Are you saying that it was good until I joined in? No, I had these visions in my head of what it was supposed to sound like. It did not sound like that. Okay, well, I had the vision in my head that it would sound awful, and it did, so... <laughs> okay. Anju. I like this because it said reviewed in India on December 8th, so... Oh, that's nice. It gives you a context. So yeah. Anju said... Asked for hardcover, but came paperback. It was really very disappointing, but I consoled myself they might be unaware of the basic difference between hardcover and paperback. Oh, she's so sweet. <laughs> I think she's being genuine, in which case I kind of want to just send her the hardback because how... Is there a hardback? I don't think I've ever seen a hardback copy of that. Well, if they listed it as hardback, there mm. probably is one. She just gave them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if she's being sarcastic or not. I consoled I so. myself... They might be unaware of the basic difference between hardcover and paperback. I think the word basic is the giveaway that she's being sarcastic. Basic. <laughs> so basic. basic. And they didn't yeah. even know it. Maybe. And you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry as well. Amazon does a lot of things that are not basic. So Amazon once sent me a package that was sealed with nothing in it but air. <laughs> I paid $6 for air. <laughs> I know that's not about books, but I need people to know how upsetting that was because I was waiting with bated breath. You know, on Christmas morning, when you open up the gift that you know what's in it, it was like that. I ripped it open with fervor and I'm like, and I just stared into it for a minute. And I actually... Turned it upside down. You weren't there, but I actually shook it. Because <laughs> I thought, it maybe it's hidden. Even though there were no hidden spots. And it was one of the saddest things. Aww. I was really upset. I even asked one of the kids, do you see anything in here? I had to open it. 
It's not that it was open. And then I messaged them and was like, you sent me a package without anything in it. <laughs> and then, wait, it gets better because then they said, we'll send you a new one free of charge. And one of our kids said, oh, you're getting it for free. No, <laughs> I already paid for it. And they sent me air. I, this is, they're giving you what they, I was supposed to get today. And I will get it in two days from now. Oh, That's not a privilege. Well, now people are going to wonder what it is. So you have to tell them what it was. It was a line of cutting <laughs> carver. Okay. This, was, is what, this is what passes for Christmas morning. It was fine line. It's not easy <laughs> to do that. If you don't know what line of cutting is, then the line of cutting. Look it educate up. yourself. It's basically making stamps. Okay. No, prints. <laughs> it's printmaking. Printmaking. But Ryan says stamps. No, you're like I'm off. nothing better than a common sheep crafter. Sheep crafter. What? Not a sheep crafter, a cheap crafter. <laughs> Forget you. Go oh, to the next cheap one. <laughs> crafter. <laughs> a sheep crafter. I make stamps. Okay, FW. Why don't you tell me what you think that stands for, FW? Uh, PG. <laughs> PG. Okay, FW would be... Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy Washbury. Winchester. Washbury. I Washbury. Like Fauntleroy Washbury says... <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I love your name, by the way. Fauntleroy wait, 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 wait. You Wash need... Basin? No, Washbury, but you need to read his name in a very pretentious, okay. possibly British... Fauntleroy Wash Basin, Barry. <laughs> Great book, but fire the illustrator. I enjoyed Roald Dahl's books enormously as a child. I used to sincerely believe that outer space was inhabited by vermicious canids, but the new oh. illustrations seriously detract from the book. They yeah. look like they were scribbled in five minutes by a hack comic strip artist. Ooh. They have neither skill nor charm. Sorry, but I can't stand Quentin Blake's style. Also, the cheap paper has a very unpleasant texture, and the binding makes the book difficult to read. If I reread Roald Dahl's books, it'll be in a used older edition. Classy. Now, Fauntleroy... I love Quentin Blake, first of all. Do you? I'm not a fan of his style. I like Quentin Blake. It's very cartoony, and I love cartoons. It's very childish. Yes, but I look back at the old illustrations, and they were creepy. The old, old ones weren't Quentin Blake. Right, no, yeah. they were They were like the old kind of timey you'd see in like the Sears catalog sort of thing, a little bit. No, but it was like a creepy version of Sears catalog. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Fauntleroy, I get it, but... One star review because the paper had an unpleasant texture. Yeah, that's true. Because we see this a lot where people are criticizing not the book, the presentation of the book, or I don't mean the illustrations. I'm talking about, he I mean, the binding. A, he's talking about the binding. Maybe which, he had a Kindle book and he's like, this page is way too smooth. I don't like the texture. Yeah, I have tried to increase the screen size on regular books before. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No. Recipes. I did that once with recipes. And then I was just like, oh, no, I have become <laughs> whatever whatever you become in 2021. That. Yeah. People that do that. Okay. A.Z. Olman or Azolman said, we only put one star because we wanted you to read this. What? Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. I love <laughs> wait, chocolate. Wait, 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 what? This is all part of the same one? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. I love chulet. That's why you should. <laughs> that's why you should read this book. Go chocolate. Seriously, it was pretty good chocolatey book. <laughs> there may have been chocolate in the pages. Wait, let me see this. No, real quick. he probably had the book right before the other guy did. Yep, yep, yep. Except it wasn't chocolate. So chocolate, went... chocolate, chocolate. I love chocolate. 
Yeah, I already read the review. <laughs> You're not. They say, we only put one star because we wanted, this might be the same person that's reading for their mom. Remember? You remember yeah. what book was that? When they're like, my mom didn't need to read this. I read it for her. <laughs> I read it for the both of us. I read it for the both of us, yeah. Oh, same stuff. Same, like, same. We, Good stuff. I don't understand what that means, though. We only put one star because we wanted you to read this. Oh, because Oh, people... they want you to read the review. What? That's a thing? <gasps> oh, my goodness. And, and we're totally... Like, chaka, chaka, chaka. <laughs> no one would read it otherwise. No, we're totally playing into her hands. We're, we're putting this doing... on a podcast. I have been no. We have been duped. Azolman made a fool out of me. I am going to own that. They did well. Yes. Yeah, good job, Azolman. It would have been really cool if they would have said, we only put one star because we wanted you, in parentheses, bad reviews for good books, to <gasps> read this. Nobody knows who we are. <laughs> I'm just saying, we were like, oh, that right? That would be cool. Um, ooh, the next one's Karen. Ooh, Karen! <laughs> Is no, she a Karen? Um, I think that it's probably... A fake name because the title of her review is Needs to be Cancelled. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory teaches kids there should be consequences for bad behavior without even considering the child's race, ethnicity, or history of being oppressed. I think. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh right now. There's no reason. I think what Karen is saying is that people that have been oppressed should have no consequences for bad behavior. Did I read that right? I don't know what Kieran's trying to say. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory teaches kids okay. there should be consequences for bad behavior. Okay. She said there should be consequences right. for so bad that's behavior. Right, so that's a good, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's good. Then she goes on, without even considering the child's race, ethnicity, or history of being oppressed. What? I'm all for unoppressing people and considering their race, ethnicity, yeah. and stuff. But I don't see what that has to do with having consequences for bad behavior they're unrelated i'm not sure what she's trying to get across but it wasn't well done karen Karen. now i'm understanding how your name got so unpopular thanks for that you're welcome can i like say my comment again karen (laughs) Karen, now i understand why your name got so unpopular (laughs) Kristen. oh wait wait that was mean I will say this. I feel really, really bad for anyone named <laughs> Felicia or Karen. It's it's so sad because now, and this is... Or I'm, Katrina. Oh, because Hurricane Katrina? Yeah. That's, no. It's not the same. <laughs> no, because any time I meet someone now named Karen or Felicia... I immediately, I'm trying to be more mindful about this, but I'm like, Karen, yo, Karen. And it's, I feel so, Karen. It's, I hate that. All right. Shaking my head in shame right now. No, Katrina's a thing, too. Yeah, but people aren't like, ew, Katrina. Well, Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> Nobody does that. Isn't that the first thing you would think of when someone's named Katrina? Incidentally, no. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why that's where your head goes. Probably because but... I didn't know any Katrinas pre-Katrina. This last one. Kristen Malari said, there were literally bugs in the book. They made holes in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's from Amazon? Yeah. Ooh, what sh- like what Bugs shipment center book. did she get it from? I Never know, order from there. This was only in 2020, a that's year ago. That's troubling. Ugh. Bugs in the book. They made holes that's... in the paper. This oh, I have the is how the spotted right lantern fly got into America. Probably No, that was way before 2020. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I mean, like, in some, general. Yeah, because Amazon book, for some reason, when you read that, books. I really... Had a visceral response. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like having bugs eating my books either remarkably i don't like having bugs eating my anything 
They have a place in the world. It's outside, not in my home. You come in my home, we're going to have problems. I can attest to that because of lice and fleas. We've had issues with both of them. We have five children, and it's not been pretty. And two cats. And two cats, yep. Bugs Um, eating anything is disastrous. So it's, you could say that people don't like fleas and they don't like lice. That would be like Jada saying that she doesn't like getting smacked in the head with a hammer. Why me specifically? Because like you could just be like people in general. No, you're horrified. I'm of, oh yeah horrified I, of yeah. fleas and oh, anything small that, well, that's hor- alive. Fleas and lice are both parasitic. Yeah, well, parasitic th- bugs freak me the <laughs> out like so much. I don't like ticks parasitic too. bugs. Yeah, ticks. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're thank you. And arachnids. Can we just talk about arachnids for a minute? They're not as bad as parasitic. They bugs. are so unnatural looking. Uh, they have eight legs. But they're probably looking at us like, those humans, those are two legs. Don't <laughs> <laughs> talk like aliens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're glad that you guys joined us for another episode. And if you're tempted to watch or to read Willy Wonka. Just don't do it. Just sing along with, oh, that's how we need to end it. I need to sing one of the songs. Sing it. Cheer up, Charlie. Don't look so blue. Oh, that's you know that anyone is something, something for you. I love those lyrics. Really <laughs> nice. Really nice. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Good night. To Bad Reviews for